Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Salty Winches. I'm your host, Ryan Miller, the Radical Moderate, and you're listening to The Salt, where we take an objective look at news and politics today and shit on everything. Today, we're going to be talking about the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. Impeachment mania, brother! That happened just a few minutes ago as I record this, but first... I need to give a shout out to our research associates here at The Salt. Those are Richard Solano, who is now getting a shitty reference from me in the future, and Madison Sansom. Also, shout out to Cruise Control, who provides most of our music here on the show, and who actually made out with uh, one of my homegirls the other night, so fuck yeah, bro. Uh, Right now, I'm sitting here in the salt shaker, drinking my coffee, and just finished my pre-show cigarette and beer. Excited as fuck to record tonight and share some interesting ass stuff with y'all, so let's get started. Wednesday, December 18th, 2019, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, was impeached in the House of Representatives by a simple majority vote on both articles of impeachment. Today, we're going to talk about the impeachment process, what it should be, what it was, the impeachment articles, and and, uh, more on this historic, ridiculous, and divisive edition of The Salt, but not before a word from today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Ukraine's Uframe Impeachment Service. Using Ukraine's Uframe Impeachment Service, you will be provided with the narrative you need to start an impeachment without ever really giving a fuck about Ukraine. Using Ukraine's pain, you can frame. Ukraine's Uframe Impeachment Service is new, exciting, and it has a 100% impeachment rate so far. Want to get rid of that pesky president you just don't like? Ukraine's Uframe Impeachment Service will get the job done for you, and they're willing to give you a smooth 55% off your first order, rivaling Monica Liu's impeachment service. Why choose Tame when you can choose Ukraine? And get the fuck out of here. That's not our sponsor, but just a little preview of how I really feel about this uh, about this whole impeachment ordeal and a little bit of boyish fun for me. But check it out. This is a rough topic. So going into it, just think about this. We need to love each other. Don't be mad at your neighbor who openly supported Clinton and was devastated when she lost. Don't be mad at your neighbor in the MAGA hat. Look, we're all Americans. We have differences right now that have divided us further than almost ever. And the only way to get past it is to to, uh, come together by taking the first step and letting the anger go and trying to understand each other first. So, without further ado, let's get balls deep in this impeachment business. Here's how it's supposed to work, according to an awesome article from the Constitution Center. The impeachment process comes in three phases. One, initiation of the impeachment process. Two, Judiciary Committee investigation, hearing, and markup of articles of impeachment. And three, the full House consideration of the articles of impeachment. The article went on to say that Article 1, Section 2, Clause 5 of the Constitution gives the House of Representatives the sole power to bring charges against federal officers, including the President. If a majority of the House approves these charges, presented as a resolution called Articles of Impeachment, the matter is sent to the Senate. Article 1, Section 3, Clause 6 gives the Senate the power to try an official facing impeachment charges stated in the articles. In the case of the President, the Chief Justice of the United States presides over the trial. In other situations, the Senate is the judge and the jury. The Senate must find the person guilty by a two-thirds voting margin. The main punishment is removal from office and disqualification from holding future offices is also a potential punishment. Article 2, Section 4 provides the grounds for impeachment. The President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. So there it is. 
How did this particular impeachment process work up until this point on December 18th, 2019? Well, according to an awesome article by the New York Times, here's what's gone down in a really nice timeline. September 24th, initiation. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi announced a formal impeachment inquiry, directing a handful of House committees to continue their investigations into Trump. This led to closed-door testimonies with Adam Schiff, Carolyn Maloney, and Elliot Engel, the committee leaders for the House Intelligence Committee, Oversight and Reform, and Foreign Affairs Committees. August 31st, the House votes on impeachment rules. This basically just laid out the rules for the impeachment proceedings. 232 voted in favor of it, including one independent, and 196 voted not in favor of it, including uh, two Democrats. November 13th to 21st were the House Intelligence Committee hearings led by Adam Schiff, the Democrat in charge of the House Intel Committee, and Devin Nunez, the top-ranking Republican on the committee. They both had 45 minutes to question witnesses. December 3rd, the House Intel Committee published their intelligence report. The day before, on December 2nd, the Republican Minority Report came out. I guess the Times conveniently forgot to uh, put that one in there. But yeah, uh, we talked about that one uh, somewhat extensively in the reports in the previous episode. I think that was 27. December 4th through 9th were the Judiciary Committee hearings, led by uh, Jerry Niedla, where a bunch of scholars got up there and talked about this particular impeachment on, uh, on these particular terms. Um, December 10th, the House was proposed the Articles of Impeachment. December 11th through 13th, the House debated and revised the Articles of, of Impeachment. They voted on them and they passed them on strict party lines. Uh, December 18th was the SmackDown. The SmackDown! Welcome to Impeachment Mania, brother. We're going to impeach the president, brother, both in and out of the ring, brother. Hell yeah, brother. No, well, actually, yeah. Today, today, December 18th, the House debated the articles of impeachment for six hours and took a vote. Uh, the results, I'm sure by this time to you, they are no secret, but they were not shocking, like, like not even a little bit. Um, the vote on Article 1 was 229 Democrats and one independent for a total of 230 voted yay to pass against 195 Republicans and two Democrats for a total of 197 who voted nay. Uh, Article 2 was 228 Democrats and one independent who voted yay, and that gives us a total of 229 uh, against a 195 Republican vote, uh, including three Democrats, for a total of 198 who voted nay. Uh, the Articles of Impeachment passed. Impeachment media, brother! And today's President Trump was impeached while at a Christmas rally in Battle Creek, Michigan, which I find fucking cartoonishly ridiculous. So what did the Articles of Impeachment say? What was the big thing that the House voted on today? Well, Here's a summary. Uh, Article 1 was abuse of power. Uh, President Donald J. Trump engaged in this scheme by following the methods laid out below. Uh, 1. President Trump, acting both directly and through his agents within and outside the United States government, corruptly solicited the government of Ukraine to publicly announce investigations into A. A political opponent, former Vice President Joseph R. Biden Jr., and B. Uh, discredit 
theory, uh, a discredited theory promoted by Russia alleging that Ukraine rather than Russia interfered in the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Uh, two, with the same corrupt motives, uh, President Trump acting both directly and through his agents within and outside the United States government conditioned two official acts on the public announcements that he had requested. A, the release of $391 million of United States taxpayer funds that Congress had approved uh, on a bipartisan basis for the purpose of providing vital military aid and security assistance to Ukraine to oppose Russian aggression and which President Trump had ordered uh, suspended and be uh, a head of state meeting at the White House, which the president of the Ukraine sought to demonstrate United States support for the government of Ukraine in the face of Russian aggression. Three. Faced with the public revelation of his actions, President Trump ultimately released the military aid security assistance to the government of Ukraine, which has persisted in openly and corruptly urging and soliciting Ukraine to undertake investigations for his personal political benefit. Uh, In all this, President Trump abused the powers of the presidency by ignoring and injuring national security and other vital national interests to obtain an improper personal political benefit. He has also betrayed the nation by abusing his high office to enlist a foreign power in corrupting democratic elections. That is a fucking mouthful, and I'm a fucking mushmouth. So, you know, good luck to y'all listening. But we've got another mouthful of mushmouth coming up for Article 2, which is obstruction of justice. Uh, Donald J. Trump has directed uh, the unprecedented, categorical, and indiscriminate defiance of subpoenas issued by the House of Reps to uh, pursuant to its sole power of impeachment. President Trump has abused the powers of, uh, powers of the presidency in a manner offensive to and a subversive of the Constitution in that... Just a side note, why are they using such fucking big words that I can't say? Uh, the House of Representatives has engaged in an impeachment inquiry focused on the President Trump's corrupt solicitation of the government of Ukraine to interfere in the 2020 United States presidential election. As part of this impeachment inquiry, the committee's undertaking the, un- the investigation serves subpoenas seeking documents and testimony deemed vital to the inquiry from various executive branch agencies and offices and current and former officials. In response, without a lawful cause or excuse, Uh, President Trump directed executive branch agencies, offices, and officials not to comply with those subpoenas. President Trump thus interposed the powers of the presidency against the lawful subpoenas of the House of Representatives and assumed himself functions and judgments necessary to the exercise of the sole power of impeachment vested by the Constitution in the House of Reps. Donald J. Trump obstructed justice by 1. Directing White House directing the White House to defy a lawful subpoena by withholding the production of documents sought therein by the committees. Two, directing executive branch agencies and offices to defy lawful subpoenas and withhold the production of documents and records from the committees in response to which the Department of State Office uh, Office of Management and Budget Department of Energy and Department of Defense refused to produce a single document to record. Three, directing current and former executive branch officials not to cooperate with the committees, in response to which nine administration officials defied subpoenas for testimony, namely John Michael, Mick Mulvaney, uh, Robert B. Blair, John A. Eisenberg, Michael Ellis, Preston Wells Griffith, Russell T. Vought, 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 whatever that is, Michael Duffy, Brian McCormack, and T. Ulrich Breckbull. Breckbull? Breckbull? I don't know. And finally, four, pissing on 
all to documents of evidence and flushing them down the toilet to block the sewers. He said that the government employees like sewer workers are the deep state. The deep state has taken up arms against him and now he's fighting back. And of course that last one is fucking nonsense, but the rest of them are really what the articles of impeachment said, uh, directly quoted. And today those articles of impeachment passed through the House on a simple majority vote. The next step is them moving on to the Senate where they'll decide whether or not to convince Trump, convict Trump of any crimes, remove him from office or bar him from uh, holding any offices in the future. Uh, what I really want to see is a vote, though, on like on a scale of 10 to a million, how fucking hot Ivanka Trump is. Like, why aren't we talking about this? Fucking focus on what's important, America. But look, I really do have some pretty crazy questions uh, because, you know what, just just check it out. First and foremost, why is this such a partisan thing? It's been like that from the start. And I'm no expert, but I don't think that's how it's supposed to be, like at all. And why are we ignoring what Ukraine's President Zelensky had to say about it? He said there is no pressure. There is no quid pro quo. Why did the people pursuing the impeachment have to take a poll to decide on what to impeach on? Why didn't the majority let the minority subpoena the witnesses they want? Sure, like they got witnesses like a couple, but they had to be on a pre-approved list from the majority. Most importantly, why are these people pretending to give half a fuck about Ukraine? I was there. I was in their war. I was on the front lines when this fucking call happened. I've seen what Russia's done to that country. And side note, fuck Putin. These people act like it's their life's goal to help Ukraine, but I promise that after this impeachment charade is over with, you'll never hear another word from them about the country other than when they talk about the impeachment. They don't really fucking care. Look, I don't have a problem with impeaching a president for doing wrong, especially when that wrongdoing is towards my beloved Ukraine. I fucking plan to move there. Don't fuck with Ukraine. But what I do have a problem with is people putting on a show about it. They've been actively searching for something to impeach Trump for since 2017. They saw a shot. They said some shit enough times for people to believe it. And then they pulled the trigger and they got it done. I mean, really, congrats. It's historic. We, we really did witness history today. It was truly incredible. And it's incredible that the House has this kind of power. We just need to ask ourselves whether that power is being abused or not. And here's one last thing I haven't heard mentioned too much in the past that I really do think is relevant here. It's about the phone call where Trump offered Zelensky the alleged uh, quid pro quo. Zelensky was elected president of Ukraine in late April 2019, just shortly before I got there. They actually had to hold a second election to decide. I, I believe it was too close the first time. Uh, he ran on an anti-corruption platform because every, you know, every government in Ukraine since fucking the dawn of time has been like notoriously corrupt and he won he started cleaning house he started getting shit done in july trump calls him to congratulate him and asks him to look into joe biden's son hunter biden uh, it, it, looking into his role on the board of directors of ukrainian gas company burisma now hunter had no business on that board in my in my opinion he was getting paid more than fifty thousand dollars a month to do essentially nothing uh he had no oil and gas experience and probably had never been to ukraine he just got the position because his daddy is vp of the united states at the time when a prosecutor in ukraine starts to investigate hunter's row his role joe biden threatens to withhold a billion dollars in military aid from the country unless the guy gets fired and then the dude got fired Joe Biden said that to the old president of Ukraine, Petro Poroshenko. Poroshenko didn't leave office until late April 2019. I heard the question, why 
didn't the quid pro quo or the question of investigation come in 2016, 2017, or 2018? Why now when Joe Biden's in the presidency? I think the answer to that is pretty simple. Why the fuck would you ask a guy to investigate his own corruption? Am I saying that I know Trump's intentions and that, you know, he's totally innocent? Fuck no. What I'm saying is that these are the facts that have just been ignored. And look, I'm not been out of shape that Trump is impeached. I, I don't think he's totally innocent of any wrongdoing, but I don't think he's totally guilty either. What I've been out of shape about is that the, the impeachment process was used as a political weapon, a partisan rushed political weapon. And honestly, it was pretty unfair to the minority, in my opinion. The whole ordeal was a fucking shame. For three years, we've been using the I word as a normal, commonplace word when that's supposed to be dirtier than the C word, a thing for last resorts only. There were some representatives elected in the midterms in 2018 that ran their campaigns on promising to impeach the, the, uh, the president. Fucking Rashida Tlaib. That's bullshit. We've been after this guy since, you know, before day one. The Democratic Party mobilized in a fit of anger, which that's not a bad thing. That's actually a really good thing. But we elected radical, emotionally charged leaders instead of more moderate and logical ones. Again, this is just my opinion. But in my opinion, fuck the political culture we live in today. That's what we're trying to fix here on this show is radical views. We want to be more moderate and have the ability to have friends and conversations with people from the other party. We live in a time in extremes and, and that's what we deserve because that's what we've allowed as the people to happen. Dr. Leffer, Dr. Laffer said something that really stuck with me and, and really he said it better than anyone could have in my opinion. He said, people get the governments they deserve. Let that sink in. I'm not happy with our government and I'm going to guess that you're not either. We deserve better, so let's fucking fix it. Let's vote in the government we really do deserve. But wait, we're getting a news flash from NBCN. That's News Before Clues Network. Thanks, Ryan. At President Trump's Christmas rally tonight, he said the following about his impeachment. I am in peach. I've never eaten a peach, much less been inside of one. But I promise to visit Florida and Georgia where all the best peaches are grown and hold rallies. When I'm elected again, I'll bring peach-making jobs back to America so we can all be in peach if we want to be. Let's make peaches great again. Truly a riveting statement, Ryan. Back to you. This is Richard Strokes, signing off. Dick Strokes, everybody. Dude does look like a motherfucking peach, though, that's for sure. His rally tonight was hilarious today, by the way. Uh, they had a split-screen situation playing the impeachment debates and vote on one screen and uh, him on the other. Uh, then at the end, they played uh, You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Stones, which is fucking ridiculously funny to me. Uh, honestly, it was a pretty good break from the debates and voting. Uh, me and Madison, the intern, turned uh, we, we turned into that shit for like 12 hours straight and it was like seriously exhausted. Sounded like a bunch of broken records. Republicans saying it's not fair and Democrats saying Trump is basically Hitler. Uh, Deadass though, I'm pretty sure I heard the, the, uh, the name Stalin thrown in there at least once. But uh, guys, really, remember what I said at the top of the show. Putin once fucked a dog and it's all over the internet. It really, you should go check it out. Like right now, hit pause, go check it out. Nah, but well, maybe.
But really, uh, just remember that we're a divided country right now more than almost ever. And always remember that both sides are just trying to do what they think is right. Everyone's hearts are in the right places. We all just have to do, we have different ideas of what to do. Don't forget that every side deserves respect. And the only way to come back together as Americans is to give the respect and listen and try to understand each other. Except for fucking anti-vaxxers and flat earthers. Fuck them. Oh, and also Holocaust deniers. I that's it. But don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment, and let us know what you're thinking. Definitely email us at info.thesaltpodcast at gmail.com, and we can talk. Pretty soon, we're going to be having a forum coming up for all of us to get together and talk about past and future topics and that nasty-ass blowjob your sister gave me last night. High five, what up? Be sure to look out for my book, uh, Putin is a Dickhead, coming out sometime soon on Kindle and ebook format. And also be sure to tell radicals to go fuck themselves this week in good holiday cheer. I am out this bitch. Back to you, Salty Winches. This is Ryan Chuck Miller, your host, signing off. Beat this game, I got full control. Magic machines on the low.